some things that uh, will make your day a real blessed day. Um, and I want to thank you for having the Sabbath service last Sabbath and uh, sharing your testimony of how God has led you. And uh, this is something that all of us have had that experience and it's going to be a rich experience for a long, long time. What I want to do today is mention to you that we have certain rights, as you notice that the sermon title is, You Have a Right. Did you notice that there are all kinds of people on the face of this earth right now, and they all seem to have the feeling that they have a right to whatever it is? All kinds of them. Even people that are, that are migrating out of Syria into Europe, and they are demanding certain rights already. It's just unbelievable the fact that we as human beings do really have certain rights. And what I'm going to do is read for you the Bible text that tells us that we have certain rights. John 1.12 says, But as many as receive him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, even to those who believe in his name. He gave them certain rights. He gave the right to become the children of God. So how do you have the right to become a child of God? But as many as receive him, that is what gives them a right. So let me ask you a few questions. You have certain rights. Number one, this morning you're transferred in. You have the rights of all the members of this church have as part of being members of the Crestline Seventh Adventist Church. And those of you that aren't members yet, we're looking forward to having you have the same rights. So along the lines. But you are members of some other church possibly, so you have those rights too. What right do you have to live in your house? Why can't you go to any house? You just walk in and sit down and start preparing whatever there is in the kitchen and having a room somewhere. And you don't have that right. But what right do you have to be in your house? Ownership, you have the deed, or you have a rental lease. that you are sleeping with? No. Some. <laughs> You're, uh, of course, you have been pronounced husband and wife, you have a marriage certificate, that's your right. What right do you have of uh, being a uh, member of, uh, or a citizen of the United States of America? Earned it? You're born here? And because of that, you have certain rights. Period. You even have the right of voting. And you will have that right very shortly. I 
I want you to know that whoever you sin, you can't blame me because I don't have that right. I'm here on a on a on a what they call a, a green card. You heard about everything green? I don't know why they call it green. It's more pink now than ever. But I'm here on the green card, therefore I don't have that right because I'm not a citizen of this country. There's certain rights that you have. The right to drive your car. Police stops you. The first thing he asks for is what? Right. And if your name isn't on it, he wants to know what right you have to drive in that. Very interesting that you have certain rights. Now I'm going to make a little review on certain rights that you have that sometimes we don't really fully understand and totally don't take advantage of. Uh, for instance, we are definitely aware of the fact that that every Christian develops certain skills and certain rights. And you will remember that uh, Christ, when he healed that demoniac, in Mark 5.19, it says what he told him when he was healed. Jesus told him, go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you. So when God tells you something, you have that right. And this demoniac who was healed, what did he do? He took that right. He went home. And it's amazing how he was able to tell everybody what great things the Lord has done for him. Healed him. Mentally, physically, socially, and above all, spiritually. So this is the way we have certain rights and sometimes we don't forget, sometimes we do forget that we have those rights and we don't use it. You will remember that Desire of Ages, page 340, uh, has a kind of a story connected with the one that was healed, the demoniac, and it says that the very thing that Jesus told him, go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you, Mark 5, 19, Desire of Ages, page 340, says, this is what everyone can do whose heart has been touched by the grace of God. So you have the same right that God, Christ, gave the demoniac to go home and tell what great things the Lord has done for you. You will recall several weeks ago, I was asked by several here that have never heard of how the Lord has led me And with that 
experience, you have certain rights. And uh, let me share it with you. It's found in Desire of Ages, page 
Sunday, the general saw me. He said, you're on duty now. You've had your Sabbath. And you're going to have every Sabbath off because I watched you pray. And how sincere you were and how you prayed. It's obvious that you were not just faking it. And you were talking to God Almighty. I'm impressed. So you and I will have to identify ourselves and the experience you've had in life so far is going to be something that you'll have to condense in just a little bit and probably identify yourself. And you have that right. So it just seems like our testimony should sort of be in three parts. One, my life before I became a Christian. And we know what our life was like before we became Christians. And then how I became a Christian, how you became a Christian. And it could be various ways. Some have that time when you can point to an event, a sermon, week of prayer, whatever. And then you took your stand. And some, of course, don't have that experience because they've been raised in a seventh-rentist home with Christian parents. And, but there's a time when they do accept Christ uh, as a child or a little later on. And uh, it's an amazing experience because to be raised in a seventh-rentist home, a Christian home, it's a blessing. I didn't become a seventh-rentist Christian until I was 18 years old. And I wish I didn't have those 18 years before that because they weren't the best of years. I learned a lot of things that wasn't appropriate at all. So really it's a blessing. And then of course number three, what Jesus now means to you, to me. And if you can condense that in just a little bit of a sentence or two or three, it's going to do you a lot of good in the near future. And of course as you relate that to yourself and to others, it'll be great. So. Again, it's amazing how many rights we've got. And this demoniac was told, go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and how he has had compassion on you. So that is what's vital, very important. The whole world is celebrating Thanksgiving and people are thankful for it. And today, with a small group, with that base, I'm going to give you an opportunity to just say, in a very short sentence or two or three, how thankful you are to be here, to be a Christian, to be a sentiment, and to whatever other blessings that you think you have. So you're open to share. Who's going to start?
Anybody else? say how blessed you are that your daughter's going to have a baby. What a blessing. That's so good. Is that the first grandchild? saw a man who is the seventh in the family, and there's 14 in the family, one father, one mother, so she's got a long way to go. <laughs> and if anybody gets a little bit tired sometime, think of some families that have large families, and that day is kind of over now. So that's it. Well, thank you again. December the 7th? When you leave on December the 7th, don't forget you're leaving on my birthday. Yes, December the 7th is my birthday. And also it's Pearl Harbor Day. Okay. greetings to them, and uh, if you don't mind, uh, when you walk out, have that little piece of paper, put your name on, and the two grandchildren that were baptized, uh, I mean, uh, dedicated, and I want their phone number, 
because somehow I never got it and I'd like to uh, give them a call. Anybody else? Seventh Amendment minister in Santa Monica. So uh, he's already got a home here, and it's obvious the Lord is leading him, leading him, leading him, leading him. So I'm glad that you're able to be here off and on. So that's wonderful. Please.
three days ago, we had a daily report that my wife's cousin's daughter, her daughter, 23 years old, pregnant, got into a severe accident in Canada. migrating from all those war-torn countries and so forth. It's, it's, it's a tough world. And we can be so thankful for so many blessings that we can just praise the Lord now and now, but hopefully forever and ever and ever. It is 12 after 12. Not that I weighed in today, but 12 after 12. Uh, and it's not the 12th month yet. should be very tactful and careful in such a way that when we share our experience with others, it's at the right time and appropriate way, positively, and stand tall because we are children of God's kingdom. And if we are citizens of his kingdom, then let us ask God to help us to behave like citizens of his kingdom because we have that right. So I hope you don't Never forget the right that you have of being a child of God. And that right is something I hope you will experience throughout the ceaseless ages of eternity. Because it's beautiful. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we are reminded again of the rights that we have and it's only because you created us in your image, and because we have fallen short of the glory of God, that Jesus did everything, a perfect life, a perfect sacrifice on Calvary's cross, which gives us the right to know that if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, and that gives us the right to be righteous. Jesus Christ, as we accept his righteousness. So we pray that you'll bless every person here and all the experiences that we're going through, that we will praise your name always. We pray for those that were not able to be here this Sabbath, our church members. Be with them, guide them, direct them. And be with thy word around the world. And may we study again on how the end times are upon us and what has already transpired and fulfilled, what is being predicted and is being fulfilled before our eyes now, and just how many new things that are still to happen 
before we know the, the prophecy of Jesus when he said, and this gospel shall be preached into all the world and then shall the end come. And we're looking forward to seeing that gospel and be having a part in it, being preached into all the world in such a way that everyone will have made their decision to be on your side or not. And we pray for those that will hear it, that they will choose to be on your side, except Jesus as a first and Savior. For we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm.